You know, I'm starting to think that this podcast is cursed. This is three losses in a row now. Uh, but at least, hey, you know what? We scored. We didn't get shut out three in a row. If we got shut out three in a row, I might have had to just shut this whole thing down. I might have had to just blame myself and uh, and just cancel the whole thing. <laughs> but, all right. Um, so, I actually got super distracted working on another project um and uh i also read hold on, i also read the time wrong of what time the game started so i didn't jump in till about midway through the second period uh and the score was already 2-2 at that point um so let's see connor garland scored the first i saw the replay of that that, that was a super awesome shot loved it um taylor hall got a seemingly lucky second or uh scored our second goal and it was pretty lucky um shot it from damn near behind the net and somehow got it in there i'm not really sure how that made sense with physics but <laughs> that was pretty cool um i've written here multiple times a lot of love for taylor hall this game he looked excellent and uh man was it cool to see him in the kachina jersey i think he's probably worn it before but uh Oh man, did it look good? It felt so cool. I was just like, "Here we go." Um, it's so nice while it lasts. I I hope that it does into the future, but we'll see. Um, so Taylor Hall, really putting a game together. Um, we allowed two power play goals, uh, to start the game. Um, that's not great. Not a good look. And basically any time that there was any form of a penalty on us, Pittsburgh had our number. So, uh, pen, uh, penalty, uh, what the hell am I saying? Power play. Uh, we, we need to defend better. So, it is what it is, though. So, um, I'm sure Rick Tockett will look at that. and I mean, everyone in the world noticed. The commentators kept mentioning it, so hopefully we can tighten that up a little bit. Uh, Derek Stepan getting the third goal. How about that, huh? From an assist from uh, Jalmerson. So that was pretty cool. Um, I think Jalmerson's been out for a little bit. Maybe. Maybe not. I don't know. Maybe they just switch around the lines. But um, he had a pretty big night, actually. He was looking good out there. And uh, Stepan, he's been wearing the fishbowl. Um, and uh, I think the last two games he hasn't now. And uh, so he finally scores a goal. So that's cool. Good to see him back in full, full shape. So, man, I just, like, can we just win a goddamn game? You know, it's, we had a really good game, I felt, against Florida. And, uh, and I know, it's Florida, whatever, but um, they're not really that bad of a team. They've got some pretty good guys on that, on that team, so. And then... The red hot Tampa Bay Lightning and uh, um, the Hurricanes and now the Penguins. So our last win being in Florida, and then we just can't really seem to figure it out. Um, and so we're up three two with three minutes left in the third. Uh, they tie it up, which I kind of just saw coming because. Um, we were trying our damnedest to keep it out of the zone, but as soon as they had it in the zone, he was getting kind of peppered, and I was like, here we go. So, whatever. Uh, so we go to a shootout, and 
I think they scored first. And uh, so we needed Taylor Hall to score. And he did. And so I wrote in all caps, Taylor Hall, because I was super excited about it at the time. Because it kept us alive in the shootout, all that kind of good stuff. Um, Maybe it was 1-1 at that point. That's probably why I did that. Anyways, whatever. It it doesn't matter. So, Taylor Hall. He ends up saving us in the shootout for a little bit there. And uh, at one point, Phil Kessel goes up there. And I thought, oh my god, what a cool, cool moment. If Taylor Hall saved us from getting... Uh, taken out of the shootout, and then Phil Kessel gives us the game-winning goal. That would have been cool, but alas. Uh, It went eight freaking rounds, which was probably the most I've seen in a very long time, at least in a Yotes game, certainly. And um, The Red Wings haven't had anything like that in any recent memory in either of the Knights, and that's kind of the main three that I watch for the most part, so... Um, the you know what the silver lining though, it does go to the shootout, so that means we snag a point, which is good. You obviously want the win, and we've lost three in a row now, so I don't love that. But would you look at that? The Devils, the New Jersey Devils, are currently winning two to one against the Lightning with three minutes left in the third. That's crazy. Um, kind of hope the Devils pull it off. That it would be hilarious. The Devils take down the Lightning. What if they won ten in a row now? That'd be cool. And uh, the Canucks won four to one against the Wild, which just kind of pisses me off to be honest with you. Because for whatever reason, we have sucked ass against the Wild. We literally can't beat this team, and I just don't understand what the hell it is. Uh, and the Canucks. I don't have a problem with the Canucks. It's whatever. Um. I mean, they're in our division, so that's kind of whatever, but... Um, so, as it stands right now, these standings are crazy. The Pacific has to be the most entertaining right now. I mean, I'm not paying that close attention to many others. Um, eh, the Atlantic's okay, except for the fact that uh, Florida kind of... And Toronto, I guess, sort of drop off pretty hard there. So, yeah, no, the Pacific is is the most interesting by far. Uh, We are currently tied with Calgary, although they get the advantage uh, because they are uh, 25-17-5 and and we're 25-18-5. But we're tied at 55 points with Calgary. So that one point is, uh, I mean, it's big enough. So that's cool. We're in second. Um, Which, by the way, this is crazy. Two nights ago, I looked at the standings and it was Vegas. And I think us, and then Edmonton. And now it is Calgary, Arizona, and Vancouver. So, and we're all separated, so it's 55 points, 55 points, 54, 54, 53, and then San Jose drops it off at 46. The Kings barely exist, as does Anaheim with 40, and then 39. Um, But... I mean, this is just neck and neck right here, which makes me so nervous. Uh, This is the best Coyotes team I've definitely ever seen, easily. 
Um, I mean, we've had some pretty decent teams in the past, you know, ones that have made the playoffs and whatever and stuff. But, like, this team has got a lot, uh, a lot to love. And um, it, the funny thing of it is, is it's almost... I like this team a, like a ton on paper. I mean, this should be the best Coyotes team of all time, um, and we should just be lighting people up. And we got Phil Kessel and Taylor Hall and all this kind of good stuff. But nevertheless, uh, we're at least still in it. So, um, what was I saying here? So Calgary fifty-five, us fifty-five, Vancouver fifty-four, Golden Knights fifty-four, Edmonton has fallen just a little bit behind at fifty-three. But we're all in it. And the reason this scares me, like I was saying, this is the best Coyotes team that I've ever seen. And uh, meanwhile, <laughs> uh, we're looking at one of the best Edmonton teams I've seen in a while, although they're starting to slip a little bit, which is good. Hopefully they kind of get back to where they've been. Um, Vancouver's looking pretty okay for some reason it's just kind of annoying like Vancouver I can't remember the last time that they were relevant either so whatever uh and Calgary always seems to be relevant and then they're just sort of gone in the play you know what they are they're the Pacific Division's Toronto Maple Leafs that's what they are they just show up every year half the time they win the division and then they're just out in the first round so whatever stupid Calgary um I like Calgary <laughs> that's the thing to, the thing of it is is I just like every team because I just like the NHL um there's very few teams that I you know generally hate I mean I don't there's not really many that I hate I'm gonna be honest and like there's teams that I'll hate for a little bit if you know they have a bit of a scuffle with you know the Coyotes or whoever but Vegas um yeah, they're definitely in it. I mean, they were literally in first place two days ago, so crazy how the turns tabled. Um, you know what I'm saying? But uh, they've been playing really good hockey, though. Did they win the other night? No, I think they lost, which is why we're in this situation. Yeah, they lost yesterday to the Blue Jackets 3-0. and uh, So the Golden Knights even getting shut out. So what do you know? Look at that. And a uh, little look ahead here. Um, the Flames play the Canadians tomorrow night at 7. For me, anyway. I keep saying that, but whatever. If it's not 7 for you, then shut up. Uh, ooh, this is going to be a really good game. Uh, the Islanders and the Rangers play at 7. Um, the Rangers have not been, like, a great team, obviously. Um, but their record's okay. It's It's fairly respectable for a team that's in a rebuild so not too bad and the Islanders need to kind of get it back together a little bit although their record is very respectable as well so you know um but I think that they've lost a couple in a row I don't know I, I'm talking out of my ass here at this point but the two New York teams playing each other is always cool because uh that used to be quite the rivalry I don't know what it is like these days but you know, whatever Tuesday, uh, the Golden Knights go back home, and they will play the Sabres, who the Canucks just got done playing, um, so that'll be interesting, and the Yotes will remain at home, oh wait, no, the Golden Knights will go to the Sabres, I believe, sorry, uh, and the Yotes are going to remain home and play the Sharks, 
So nice little divisional game there. That's good. Hopefully we can score the W. That would be huge for us as far as points and all that kind of good stuff. And a uh, nice divisional win. That'd be good. That would be really good. Get us back in the win column. <sighs> Lord knows we need it. So look forward to that. Your Yotes playing the Sharks and uh, hopefully getting back on track. Damn. And the Canucks will be playing the Jets as well that night. So, And the Oilers playing the Predators. So plenty of Pacific Division hockey uh, to keep track of. Typically, I don't keep, you know, um, real tight tabs on the division or anything, but when four or five teams are separated by less than five points, I mean, less than three, really, uh, every single game counts from this point on, and win streaks are going to be huge if any team can start to sort of break away or if any team starts to slip. Um, unfortunately, we've been the team slipping, uh, as we've dropped three in a row now. So that one point was huge with the shootout. And uh, hopefully the Golden Knights can maybe slip a little. Um, Calgary, it'd be nice if they kind of slipped a little in Vancouver. Basically everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, shut up. Uh, I would love to, to see us go back in first place and just uh, take control, you know? We have the team to do it is the thing. I just, I'd love to see the Coyotes, now that we're getting, you know, a little closer, a little closer, a little closer towards, um, not really the end of the season, but I mean, we're past midway at this point. I mean, we're we're in the, in the thick of it now. So uh, I'd love us to go on a Vegas Golden Knights kind of run and just kick everyone's ass and, and look really scary. I'd love to be a really intimidating team. I'd love when people see the Coyotes for people to go, oh, God, we're playing the Coyotes. And not in the way of, oh, God, I have to suffer through watching the Coyotes, but in the way of, uh, oh, my God, we're playing the Coyotes. This isn't going to be good. Um, I really feel like this is the team to strike fear, if any, is going to. Taylor Hall, Phil Kessel, Clayton Keller. Um, gosh, I mean, David Chick. Or, no, sorry, Jacob Chikrin, uh, Christian Dvorak, um, Nick Schmaltz, although he's not been super red hot lately. Needs Schmaltzy to kind of um, find his form again. Connor Garland is just such a cool dude. I love this kid. He, uh, he kind of just, to me, is what I would be if I was out on the ice. He's just got a big personality. Seems like he's fun as hell to be around. And uh, I feel like he really loves the game and the team. So, really love Connor Garland. Uh, shout out to him. Ekman Larson has had a couple of decent enough games. Obviously, we're not putting it together, but um, I just love seeing him smash people into the boards. It's the greatest. So, I mean, someone's got to be aggressive and dirty. So, him and Taylor Hall have really been kind of taking that. So, that's good. <sighs> oh, well. Going to be a bit of a short episode here today. I'm tired. It's uh, it's almost 10 o'clock here on the West Coast. Or on the, sorry, on the, Jesus Christ, in the Midwest. That's what I was kind of going for there, East Coast. Um, and, uh, you know, not a whole lot else to say other than just yet another loss. 
Um, team looked pretty good in a lot of ways. And, uh, you know, we just came up a little short. This was this was a lot more akin to um, some of those games we played at the very beginning of the season where we went to the shootout basically every single night. Um, and more often than not, we, w- we won those games. So, unfortunately, this time we didn't. But uh, this felt like one of those earlier in the season games. So, um, this one honestly didn't bother me too bad. Uh, like the shoot or the shutouts did, so um, we looked pretty good. Needed to work on um, killing penalties, and uh, need to um, kind of get our guys really clicking on all cylinders. Taylor Hall kind of said that in one of his interviews today uh, that this team has all the capability in the world, and that's what I've been saying, but um, just not able so far to really sync guys up find the perfect lines and to really gel and become one unit that just goes out and wrecks people uh it maybe you know maybe this is just growing pains and and stuff so i mean this is kind of why we picked up taylor hall as early in the season as we did uh to hopefully integrate him in and really have a lot of time to truly um, do that in, in the right way and all that, and not have to panic at the end of the season, whatever. I'd rather go through some pains right now and a handful of losses right now, so long as it doesn't take us out, obviously, um, than for us to have done this in the playoffs, you know? So I'll take losses now as long as it creates wins uh, later. So who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Um, and uh, hopefully we don't freak out and panic and trade Taylor Hall and stuff. Unless it gets us a ton of good stuff. Um, I'd be okay with trading Taylor Hall as long as we got, uh, you know. We we would have to get more than first-round picks is the thing, though. I mean, first-round picks are great. Don't get me wrong. Building our farm systems that were good for the next, uh, you know, however many years... Rather, listen, if we have a chance, I don't, I wouldn't say a great one, but we have a chance at the Stanley Cup this year, and uh, we could win one this year, um, and with draft picks and all that kind of good stuff, the theory is that we could win several in the next ten. Um, I mean, I'm down with that, that'd be great, uh, but I really like Taylor Hall, I think that he's an exceptional player, and... Um, I, uh, I'd love to see him in the Yotes uniform for years to come and hopefully be the sort of uh, main key to our offense pushing us to multiple Stanley Cups. That'd be really cool. But uh, I don't know. Time will tell. I would be okay with the trade if it not only secured our future, but also if we could get um, maybe a couple of decent pieces that we might still be missing yet. That we could mesh in really quickly and um, uh, be able to still push hard for the Stanley Cup this year and secure our future and all that kind of stuff. The only reason I even mention this is just because I just keep thinking about that article and stuff like that about, you know, um, if Taylor Hall is in fact not going to be a Coyote, then why not get a bunch of good stuff out of him, you know? 
Um, if he wins a, a Stanley Cup this year, then it's worth it for us to have done what we did, get him. We basically listen. We basically gave nothing up for Taylor Hall, like basically nothing. And if he wins a, sta- a Stanley Cup, I mean that's ridiculous. That'd be amazing. Uh, but uh, if he doesn't. And if he has no intentions of signing with this team, then we could trade him for our future, essentially, which we already have a great future, but trade him for more of our future as well as a couple key players. Um, And if you think about it, we would be getting those guys for basically nothing since we got Taylor for basically nothing. Um Otherwise, we would. If he leaves, then we're sort of empty-handed, and at the very least, Coyotes fans can rest easy knowing that uh, this front office means business, and we are trying. So that's kind of the good thing. But, anyways, I'm just speculating at this point, um, and uh, you know, I'm hopeful. I'm excited for the Coyotes' future. Love this team. Love so many guys on this team and uh, desperately hoping that we can figure this thing out and uh, get somewhere. I know last year we were so close, so, so close to just inching our way in and I was hoping and uh, yeah, we didn't make it. So And, uh, and then the Golden Knights lost to the damn Sharks and it was just a whole thing. So last year was kind of kind of just a year of just, oh, come on, you know, just a lot of a lot of frustration, and and uh, hopefully this is a nice bounce back year. So, anyways, have a good uh, Monday, and uh, plenty of decent hockey on tomorrow. Like I said, um, if you just like hockey in general, the New York teams are going to be playing the Islanders and the Rangers, so that should be a good one. Um, another great one to watch. Hurricanes, Capitals, uh, Bruins, Flyers. Excuse me, sorry. Um, so some really good games on tomorrow. Enjoy the good hockey. I know I will. And we will see you on Tuesday. Hopefully with the first win of this podcast. And uh, yeah, love y'all. And uh, go Yotes.